When I was struggling most with my mental health, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to jumpstart myself and start taking action to improve my mental health. It felt like I was in high school procrastinating homework all over again. It became a vicious cycle, as I would then guilt myself for not taking action. Eventually, I was able to change this and start moving and making progress, but it took several small, yet difficult, mindset adjustments. My name is Ethan Jewell, and welcome back to Feel Your Feelings. I don't know about you, but I've always been really, really guilty of procrastination. All throughout high school and in the two years that I did go to college, I found myself procrastinating all the time. I don't know what it was. Maybe I found some kind of joy in, in rushing to do everything last minute, but I was, I was a serial procrastinator. I would put off all my work till the last possible moment, and then I would quickly figure out what I needed to do and try to rush through it. However, a problem arose when this became a habit, and it became the main way that I approached all of my problems in life. I started to treat everything as if it was schoolwork that can just be procrastinated. I started treating work this way. I started treating relationships and friendships this way. And then I began to treat my mental health problems this way. I told myself that I would start helping my mental health soon. I knew that something needed to be done, but I didn't know exactly what. I didn't know the steps. And frankly, I couldn't be bothered to learn. So I just kept procrastinating. This is an easy thing to do. You see, mental health requires active effort in order to be improved. So it's very, very easy to just be complacent. However, after time, this becomes a vicious cycle. Not taking action leads to knowing that you need to take action, knowing that you're hurting, knowing that something is wrong. But improving this takes active effort, which often we don't have the availability for when we're struggling. And also simply, it, it's difficult. It's difficult to start on a mental health journey. It is very, very difficult. So then we feel guilty for not improving. You see, I often talk about mental health in a very anecdotal way. After all, it's complicated and there's no direct one correct way to face our mental health problems. However, today, in order to encourage you to actually start doing the work and stop procrastinating your mental health, I'm going to go over practical ways that you can use to begin to fix your mental health. These are things that I've practiced and I've used. I want to remind you, I'm, I'm not a professional. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a normal guy who has experienced mental health problems, has felt some big feelings, and wants to spread awareness. So please, try these for yourself. See if they work. And if they don't, open yourself up to other options. A little action can go a long way. From understanding our individual mental health, to practicing self-compassion, to seeking professional help, and finding our own self-care routines, I've got you covered. So, let's talk about it. Like with anything we've been procrastinating, the first step of action should be to understand what we're up against. I would always start the schoolwork that I'd been putting off for weeks by at least reading through the assignment and figuring out what exactly I need to do. This lets me then figure out a plan and go from there. The same goes for our mental health. 
You need to get to know yourself and your emotions before diving headfirst into doing the hard work. If you've allowed yourself to feel your feelings, then you've already done most of this and you're very well into starting your journey. However, if you tend to push things down, and I don't mean to call you out, then you need to take the time to understand yourself and understand your feelings. This means really taking the time to do some deep reflection. Consider moments of joy, challenges you've faced, and patterns you've noticed in your emotions and behaviors. Recognize the situations, environments, or people that tend to impact your mental well-being. This might include work-related stress, relationship dynamics, or specific life events. You need to engage in active reflection whenever you have the emotional capacity to do so. This is very, very important to understand yourself and start your journey. You see, reflection and understanding your emotions is a very active and concrete process. It sounds as if it's kind of anecdotal and, oh, you need to sit down and feel your feelings. But no, this is, this is real. You have to sit down and think and ask yourself. A lot of people journal for this very reason. It makes reflection a very, very real process. So if you're having trouble reflecting, I would highly recommend journaling or following some questionnaire or something like that. Make it as real as possible and engage in active reflection whenever you have the emotional capacity to do so. If you engage in this relatively simple behavior and make it into a habit, you will find yourself discovering a world of things about yourself. I personally started journaling and meditating and found out a multitude of things about myself that I, I didn't know about before. I found out things about my emotions and my feelings, and it allowed me to start this mental health journey. Once you begin this habit, it can absolutely change your life, and I highly recommend it. However, sometimes self-reflection is very difficult by yourself. It can be very, very difficult to self-reflect as you may not know the questions to ask yourself or the things to reflect upon. And this is when seeking professional help can be very important. Therapy, if it's available to you, in my opinion, can be absolutely crucial in improving our mental health, which is why I'm very happy to say that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Throughout a lot of my mental health journey, I've had a general idea that I need to work to get better or that I need to try to improve my mental health, but I never knew where to start. But when I started going to therapy, I immediately saw a world of difference. Therapy created a safe space for me to talk about my feelings and reflect on my own emotions, and I got great advice from a professional on how to continue improving my mental health. This helped soothe a lot of the uncertainties and anxieties that I was having about starting my mental health journey. If you want a clear path to helping your mental health, I recommend giving BetterHelp a try. You can get quickly matched with a licensed therapist and start your therapy journey all from the comfort of your own home. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash feel it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash feel it. After doing some reflection, it's very important to then engage in self 
compassion, which once again sounds anecdotal, but in reality is very, very practical and something that you can practice on a day-to-day -day basis. You see, it's easy to judge ourselves after acts of reflection. You may feel down on yourself for not reflecting previously. You may discover some behaviors or patterns that you aren't particularly proud of. You might find some tough emotions or feelings or triggers that you need to work through. All of these discoveries can easily bring up harsh self-judgment. It's important to create a safe space for yourself emotionally to work through your self-reflection. If you begin to harshly judge yourself for a pattern or feeling, ask yourself why you want to put that judgment upon yourself. Realize that it's better to simply work through it than to blame yourself. After all, when we place judgment upon ourselves for something that we're already suffering from, we are simply suffering twice. Another very practical way to be compassionate with ourselves that most people overlook is by creating a solid self-care routine that you practice every single day. I believe that self-care is very commonly misunderstood. You see, people believe that you need some grand routine like, you know, a bubble bath with a face mask or going to the gym or making these amazing meals for yourself, whatever it is. But in reality, self-care is very, very simple. You just need to take the time for yourself every day. That's it. Just take some time for yourself, whether it's doing something you enjoy or doing nothing at all, spending time by yourself is important and it's an act of self-care. You become more comfortable with yourself. You become more comfortable with whatever situations you're in. It can be anything. For me, it's playing the piano and it's sometimes going on walks and it's just sitting down and watching YouTube. It doesn't have to be grand. It doesn't have to be complicated. Self-care is an amazing way to be compassionate with yourself, to take care of yourself, and to learn more about yourself. Remember, you are the person that you'll spend the most time with in life, so make that time something you enjoy. Sitting down to actually do the work and not procrastinate our mental health is a difficult thing to do. Procrastination is a easy trap to fall into. However, Discovering what to do and actually doing the work is crucial in order to improve our mental health. And today, we learned how to do that. So please, I encourage you, practice some real self-reflection. Ask yourself questions, journal, meditate. Then, practice self-compassion with things that might come up. Don't, don't judge yourself for what might come up. If it gets too hard, I highly, highly recommend seeking professional help, trying to get into therapy, or leaning on friends, creating a support system for yourself. And remember to care for yourself one day at a time. You deserve that care. You deserve that empathy. You deserve that compassion. And you deserve to make progress on your mental health. I believe in you. That's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you for being here. If you need help feeling your feelings, please check out my music on all platforms under the name of Ethan Jewell, and I almost guarantee it'll make you cry. Also, please shoot me a message on my Instagram at jewelboy with an I underscore, and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Thank you so much for understanding that you need to start making progress on your mental health. And as always, thank you for feeling your feelings. 
I'll see you next time.